first rule in grip sport is you tell everyone about grip sport. You're crushing pinch grip, thick bar, wrists. If the best guy in the world can't lift 100 pounds on it, I, I don't give a shit about it. All right, everybody, welcome back to The Grip Show. We have a recap episode going down today. So with me from California, I have Will Giuliani and Travis Winan, and they're going to give us a, uh, just give us a breakdown of kind of their uh, recent competition. And Will, this was you hosting this, um, basically West Coast Arm Sports, right? That's yes, it's that's a, your thing, right? West Coast Arm Sports Presents. The yes. gauntlet at the training hall. Okay, uh, so this was like a Thanksgiving themed. Kind yeah, of thing, right? um, it was it was the end of October, and I realized it's been like over a full year since I pulled an excellent competition, um, and I was really itching to do so. So I just uh, made a comp three weeks out and uh, set it up together. Called it a warm up comp for California Strongest Hands. It's almost the same implements. California Strongest Hands will have a silver bullet um, and no two by five. So that's the difference. So it's sort of a warm up. But um, but yeah, it was it was a, it was a lot of fun and it was just sort of a last minute thing. We got uh, fourteen lifters to come in uh, and participate. We had a couple of rookies that had a good showing. Um, but yeah, and. Uh, Travis had a good performance. Travis did the art. I don't know if everybody saw online. I was going to, I was going to mention that. Yeah. The, I was the, bring that the gobbler himself, uh, <laughs> the axle deadlift bar. The beefy Turkey. <laughs> so how, how, how did you, uh, I, I guess I don't, I don't know what the term would be art wise. How, how did you like draw it up or whatever? Oh, this was super easy. Cause I just used uh, AI art and then did all okay. the, anything that I, didn't look good because sometimes AI stuff is a little unreliable. I just brought it into Photoshop and tweaked it and drew some extra stuff, calibrated it a bit. Okay. Gotcha. And added, you know, added the text and everything easy to do. But yeah, that, I think that's one thing too. That's like pretty cool for a competition is um, I don't want to say, you know, it kind of draws people in, but the whole thing just does, you know what I mean? The presentation. So like just the artwork alone is like when you have kind of like a theme or a name and then you kind of have the artwork match it. I think that gets people interested. I mean, at, at like the most basic level before we're even talking about what events are there going to be or who's hosting. It's kind of like, if it just kind of looks cool out the gate, I think that attracts people a little bit as well. So yeah, the feedback yeah. has been really positive for the Turkey. I was, no, I am, I'm a big fan. Is, <laughs> is it too late to get a shirt? Will? Or no. So the, the shirts are available at West coast Okay. And then you click on the shop button. And just like you, how you can get you know, the Grip Show shirt. So you have a spread shop. Yeah. Um, I also have a spread shop. I was inspired by you. So uh, you can you can get yourself a, a a gobbler shirt or you can get a shirt with the West Coast Arm Sports logo on it as well. Okay. I might have to snag. I might have to snag one of those, especially with the turkey on it. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man. So you had 14 lifters show up. Um, obviously, some were household names. Some were newer lifters, like you mentioned. And uh, just trying to think through, um, did you have anybody travel or was it mostly people that were local? It was, uh, it was all local folks <laughs> to the, you know, the Southern California, uh, LA metropolis uh, area. And then for that, did you have a certain way that you wanted to address it? Maybe go by weight class or did you just want to do the overall or 
Um, how did you kind of want to start off with uh, breaking down the lifters? Or did you just want to kind of give an overview of how the comp went even before we get into those details? Well, yeah, let's go down with the events where we had a Rolling Thunder, yeah. uh, four attempts for a Rolling Thunder, four attempts for a uh, Iron Mind Axle, uh, four attempts for a two by five. And then we went from the two by five to the three by four uh, Saxon. So we got both Saxon varieties in there. Um, I was excited to get uh, a pull on the two by five because I've messed around with it before at the training hall one time. And I discovered, hey, my pitch isn't garbage. Um, I'm just only good at narrow pinches. Um, so I was excited to uh, get a lift in there. Um, so I put that in there as well. Um, but yeah, so we can we can go down by the uh, by the overall. And uh, when Ode shows up, he typically wins. So <laughs> we had we had Ode. All right. Uh, 398.79 out of a possible 400 points. Um, he lost some points on the axle. He lost by 2.5 kilos because he took a jump from 180 to 200 kilograms. Wow. Okay. So he took about a well, 44 pound jump. Yeah. And yeah. he, you know, he got it up, but it just, it just slipped out at the last minute. Uh, there um he hit a, a 105 on the rolling thunder um which is you know fantastic um he hit 120 on the two by five and he also hit uh 120 on the three by four which is uh our first record of note that is a 120 kilogram plus grip sport international saxon bar world record yeah and what I, I know we didn't talk about it with the pounds, but what's that like 260 something? Let's see, 120. It's 264.55. Yeah, okay. And it's the same as the weight class. Yeah, 120. So, okay. That makes sense. Um, yeah. So, and who was second on that list? Do you know? So, I Jacob Tolentino was second. Oh, oh, no. On the, on the Saxon bar list, that was. We, 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 we could roll with either one. Oh yeah, yeah, no. So this he owed beat Jed Johnson by uh like a kilo or something, a fraction okay. of a kilo. Gotcha. I believe. Um, and then uh, second in the contest overall uh, is our powerlifter Jacob Tolentino. Um, we had one of those doctor scales in for weigh-in, you know, the one with the slidey deals, mm -hmm. uh, and it, he maxed it out. So we had to get on a different scale. <laughs> um, dude, no, 159.2 is what he ended up weighing in at. Okay, yeah. He, he is a, a big boy. And uh he did a really good rolling thunder. He had 92 and a half on the rolling thunder. Um, and then as mentioned before, the 182 and a half on the axle. Um, and then 192.5 on the three by four and the two by five, respectively. He did a he had a really good uh, time. I think this was his uh, second time with West Coast Arm Sports. I believe he did King Kong just before this and he hit a really, really good number on the Iron Mind pinch block. Yeah, so he seems like a, a guy that I, I would say has potential, but it looks like he's already pulling up some pretty big stuff. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 
hopefully you can keep him in the mix with everybody. And uh, I don't know, maybe he can kind of become one of the staple lifters out there because I know you guys have a pretty solid crew that kind of trains together and pushes each other and stuff like that. Um, yeah, Travis, Travis goes to the training hall way more often than I do to train a grip and to train strongman too. He's got a strongman coming the contest coming up uh, December 9th, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so you'll be training for a strongman competition, and the, there's a California Strongest Hands that you're hosting as well? It's, yeah, it's the day after the strongman comp. Okay, so you're going back-to-back. Back. How do you feel about that? Uh, It should be fine. You know, be a little tired, but it's all right. It'll be fun. What are these strongman events? Um, you don't mind me asking. Just I know we're sidetracking a little bit, but I want to know what you're doing the day before you have to do a grip competition. <laughs> like, Is there like a farmer's walk or something crazy that's going to burn yeah. you out, or is it? I'll be doing uh, farmers with uh, 225 per hand for 90 feet, Um, a yoke walk with 500 per 90 feet, a 200-pound Viking press for reps, Um, some kind of loading event with, I think, stone, a keg, and maybe a sandbag, and then um, a deadlift ladder with this big log that, like, each anchor point that you go back Mm, makes it heavier and heavier. And I forget what they say the final pull is because it's so hard to tell with that kind of stuff but it's like a 600 something pound pull for reps at the very last rung of the ladder so it's gonna be yeah so you got a pretty heavy day um and then turning around and hitting the grip stuff but yeah i I just was curious of the curious of those events um so yeah like we're talking about jacob being in second place there and you said coming from a powerlifting background yes so obviously you know used to moving weights around um if we drop down, um, man, is it Ben Galper's in third overall? Yeah, he, he got Second. a third overall. It was heavyweight, heavyweight, and then Ben Galper at 162 pounds he weighed in at. Well, I was going to say, um, it's interesting here that we have the overall, and you have Ben Galper and Will Reed in third and fourth, and both weigh, well, 162 and 173 pounds. So you kind of had some lightweight guys jump up in there. So, yeah, they I mean, William Reed just had some Herculean pinches. <laughs> it was both of them were just yeah. fantastic, fantastic pinches. Yeah, I've been seeing some of his uh, Saxon lifts. I know, especially on the three inch, mm-hmm. he, was, he was working the three inch for a really long time. And I saw a lot of those and his, he was pulling really awesome numbers. And then I think he started to try to lift a little bit more on the two inch as of recently. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know how happy he is with all the numbers, but yeah, from, from what I've seen, it looks like it's been really good. I, I mean, mean if, on, you, on both. if you look, so Ode had the same across both, um, Jacob was within 10 kilos. So it was like eight and a half or seven and a half kilos. Mm-hmm. Ben Galper was within three kilos of each other. Um, William Reed, uh, was within a couple of kilos as well between those two pinches. Yeah. Uh, so it it seems like if you're uh, up at the top, you got to be good at both. You know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna yeah. take those top spots. Um, but yeah, Ben Ben Galper hit 92 and a half kilos on the Rolling Thunder and had a, a 175 uh, kilo uh, axle, which was which was just something to see. Um, I was gonna say, how much is that over? I mean, I, I know we have his body weight here at 162. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that has to i mean that's well over 20 pounds over at least yeah i was gonna yeah. say that's way over like double body weight for an axle and uh just a a, a wild lift really so yeah it would have been cool yeah i i actually did a calculation to determine like i i added up everybody's max attempts uh, so, you know, your, your four lift total yeah. and then you divided it by everybody's body weight and Ben Galper lifted 6.27 times his body weight during the competition. The next highest was William Reed at 5.5. Um, but yeah, the average, the average lifter was a 3.79 for that ratio. So like Ben was twice as good as as our average lifter when it came yeah. to body weight to weight uh, body weight to strength ratio and then also i think it would be worth mentioning um obviously the competition presented by west coast arm sports but it would be worth noting that it was dual sanctioned um dual sanctioned. so that is something else that i wanted to bring up i kind of forgot in the beginning um but yeah so with this being dual sanctioned what you've done by doing that is you've allowed these lifters the opportunity to break world records or get their names and different leaderboards on both sides, um, whether that be with arm lifting or whether that's with grip sport, you're just giving the lifters more opportunity to kind of put their names on various leaderboards and kind of climb the ranks. So that's um, true. I, I think that's so a good in, thing. In doing so, we have unified two world records. Ben Galper has the uh, 80 kilogram uh arm lifting USA world record and 74 kilogram GSI world record for the iron mind axle at 175 kilograms and William be a tough one to beat. Yeah. I mean, if you look at it, I think he broke like <laughs> a decades long record. Um, and then if you look at the William Reed's uh, three by four Saxon, his uh, 102.5 kilogram lift has now the arm lifting USA 80 kilogram and the GSI 83 kilogram world record. So those are also unified. Okay. It's always good when you can get that lift done on the same day, because I've had lifts like in the super series that obviously wasn't dual sanctioned and like, man, I pull my best Saxon lift in the super series. And then when I was at nationals, I pull like a, a shitty lift on Saxon you know what I mean? So it's like you look at you know some of the lists, they'll be like 20 pounds different or something, you know, just because you had a good day or a bad day. So <laughs> it's cool when it's dual sanctioned and you can get credit for that one lift on on both sides, basically. Um, so, yeah, real, real good performances by those guys on. Uh, I mean, any anytime you can hit a PR or climb up a list, but yeah, to sit at the top of the list and especially amongst two organizations and all the past history of the lifters before you. Um yeah, shout out to uh, Ben and Will for securing those world records. Um, so you, you, you're next. You, you hit. Uh, you got fifth overall. Do you want to talk about uh, your performance uh, on Sunday? Um. Yeah, it was pretty good. I uh, totally shit the bed on the two by five, but I knew that was going to happen going in because it's just I have such long fingers and I just cannot figure out that lift. For me, there's no like comfortable position to be in where I'm just not only making contact with my fingertips. There's no, none of this touches anything on that lift. So it's painful and uh, frustrating, but I'm going to keep working on it and try to figure out a way to make that work for me. But um, Rolling Thunder was good. 
I was hoping to get 92.5. That that was kind of my goal for the day, but um, just ran out of gas after the 90, I guess. And then um, Axel felt really good. Um, I had training leading up to it. I had uh, almost locked out 168. Um, so I was like, okay, hopefully in about a week when I pull this again, I'll be peaked and ready to actually get that heavier pull. And it, it went really smooth. Um, then the three by four, kind of always ends up at 95 for me. I just can't seem to break that barrier right now, but uh, hopefully if I start working on that more with the two by five, then they'll both climb up a bit. Cause I know pinch is my biggest weakness for sure. For all this, all this fun grip stuff, anything big, fat handles, rotating handles, I'm all for that. But the pinch stuff is just my, my arch enemy. Okay. And then with um, just speaking on the axle, because you pulled a really good axle lift, um, I know you've kind of been walking your axle up over time. Would you attribute some of your full body training to that? Because I know you've done like, just from what I've seen, you'll be working like big compound movements where you're like squatting heavy. You're doing a lot of other stuff outside of just typical grip stuff. You know what I mean? Like you're not only axle deadlifting. Do you feel like some of the strongman training and some of the squatting, some of the other heavy stuff you've done, do you feel like that's built your body strength up to where you've, basically got your body to kind of catch up to your grip because of yeah, how strong absolutely. your grip is on thick bar. Okay. Yeah. Cause I feel like um, probably this time, maybe a year and a half, maybe two years ago, my grip was definitely stronger than my deadlift was mm-hmm. like on a standard bar. Um, but over the last few years, I've really pushed that stuff super hard. So, you know, pulling a 370 something pound deadlift is just normal. That's not anything, you know, that really is affecting me. So, the axle part of it is the hard part, not necessarily the deadlift itself where, mm. you know, a couple of years ago, a 385 pound deadlift was like my max. So the idea of pulling that near that on an axle was like, there's just no way, you know, but now it's kind of, everything's leveled up over the past couple of years, but yeah, heavy deadlifts, heavy squats, heavy press all the time. And I think it's an interesting thing to point out. Um, I was checking out the, uh, statistics uh, travis's statistics from a few years ago uh yesterday uh as i was inputting numbers and january of 2020 you max out with a 135 pound 135 kilo axle mm. at the all-american arm lifting challenge at the la fit expo that was so my you, first contest yeah you've put you've put a ton of uh weight on that bar since then yeah, that's that's actually a frustrating lift for me, the axle overall, because um, having like a my rolling thunder is my max. I think I hit 210 pounds maybe like eight months ago. And um, on the crusher, I'm almost at like 220 pounds. And on the, I can now I can pick up the inch with both hands. But that's all like neutral grip kind of power. Some reason when I turn that grip overhand, like I'd be like, I should have a 400 pound axle. Like in my mind, I'm like, when I walk up to it, I'm like, I should just be able to put 400 pounds on this and pick it up. But there's just something about the mechanics that that overhand grip just totally changes the whole dynamic of the lift. But I think I'm slowly figuring out like how to unlock extra pounds between, you know, every time I do it, I figure out something else in my setup and uh, it's, it's, going smoother so i don't know if 400 will ever go but uh i think i'll be still be chipping away at it pretty pretty regularly hopefully 
I would say with time, you definitely be able to hit 400. I mean, you'll, you'll hit 400 and go beyond that if you want, you know, just with, with time, but I, I definitely can relate to uh, the neutral grip versus overhand yeah. because I'll, I'll pull some really big like bells and stuff up off the ground. And mostly it's neutral, not to say that I can't overhand, I can overhand some pretty heavy ones too, but yeah, that position from going neutral to the overhand in like that fixed position where you can't really rotate and it's just, you're locked in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel the same exact thing. So I, I totally get that one. It's frustrating. (laughs) (laughs) Then right below Travis was basically a copy paste of Travis. Uh, (laughs) Another 6'3", rock climber, you know, same sort of, same, yeah, just, you know, reminded me of your first time out. Um, Yeah, he did. Mark did a really good job. Mark Hills uh, weighed in at 210. Um, and it was his debut grip event. Uh, he had a, a decent start with the, the rolling thunder was 75 and then he hit 152 and a half on the, on the, the axle, but the, the pinches is where he shined. He hit a, a hundred on the 2.5 okay, and yeah. 98 on the three by four. Um, and I think really this kid is just getting started. That's no, those, those, those are awesome numbers. I mean, that, that's great numbers for, you know, somebody who's been lifting for a while. And if that's his really his first intro, obviously he's training grip in other capacities, you know, with the climbing and stuff like that, but to show up and hit those numbers on Saxon, um, that would be somebody to keep him, keep him competing and keep him interested and uh, be interesting to see where he goes with some of those lifts, because that's a lot of potential. So I, I did the awards based off of percentage-based score uh, on the overall. So everybody's percentages was going against odds, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, however, if I had done it, percentage-based scores um, by weight class, Mark would have beat Travis by two percentage points. Okay. But Travis <laughs> Travis came on top um, uh, overall by... Point five percentage points. So they they were just couldn't have been closer. It couldn't have been closer. And then, um, you know, I think we're getting down to number seven. But I'd hate not to talk about myself today. <laughs> tell 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 us how the competition went, Will. <laughs> um, I I had a uh, a weight PR. I weighed in at two hundred and thirty four pounds. A whopping 106 uh, kilos. I should have probably tried to stay under 105 for record-keeping purposes, but I was feeling hungry. Um, <laughs> and uh, I hit a PR in, on every lift. I hit an 80-kilogram uh, Rolling Thunder. My previous was uh, 77 and a half. Uh, my axle, my previous was 152 and a half. I hit 153. Um, I got 155 up to my knees. And then like Rob Kearney, I started hitching it up. Mm-hmm. And then Ode was like, oh, no. <laughs> Do that. And I was like, I know, Ode. I'm just having fun. <laughs> um, and then um, I hit 100 kilos on the two, net, two by five uh, Saxon bar, which was, I think, really fun for me because I never 
imagined hitting 100 kilos on a pinch implement before because yeah. you know before this year no one had ever heard of a two by five saxon bar at least i hadn't um so i was only like suffering uh with the three by four um i could you know was just for four or five years showing up to contests not being able to break 75 kilos um but you know if i walk into the training hall and pick up 80 kilos i can do it but the saxon bars are always at the end of the competition so i'm already tuckered out and i can never never get 80 i i got 80 the last time um so i went for a, a one kilo pr and i hit 81 kilos uh, this time um for the three by four so, so I, that, that, that's pr on every event for you that's a pr on every event some of them were just you know yeah. pennies, penny weight prs uh but some of them were were uh good any any pr is a good pr i was gonna say yeah any anytime you've lifted the most weight you've ever done on something you have to just kind of you can't get too greedy you just got to take it yeah absolutely and it's especially nice when you do it in a competition because like yeah. then you know that hey everything i did leading up to today worked even if it was just a little bit it worked like just enough to get me that extra you know one pound or two pounds mm -hmm. or whatever and especially yeah. if you can string all four together where yeah. it's like okay not only am i setting the pr but like you basically had a sweep of prs so yeah i i tried i think i went for 85 yeah i went for 85 on the three by four and I got it. I got it up to the shins, but it was there was it wasn't where we were going higher than that. Um, and that's that's the top seven. Um, I think as as far as the weight classes they went, um, you know, in that in that that order that I mentioned before, um, Ode for heavyweights, Ode Jacob, and then Matt Arbogast um, for the middleweights. Uh, Mark, Travis, and then myself. And then the lightweights, we had Ben Galper, William Reed, and Mike Gonzalez. He is a, uh, a, a good lifter. He's, you know, new to grip as well. Um, but I think he placed well in the Super Series. Um, I think he would have done really well in King Kong, but I think he zeroed. Uh, yeah. I think he zeroed something. I think he just like was like, oh, this one. I think it was a finish ball. I think he was like mm. jump on it or something, um, and just ended up with like twelve kilos or something on it, <laughs> which might as well just zero it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think that sort of wraps up the men. Um, we had one woman compete. Her name was Jarvina Rout. This was her debut in grip. Uh, she is a well-decorated uh, Highland Games athlete, um, and she competes uh, in grip in the uh, you know eight plus eighty plus or eighty four plus uh, kilo. I think she weighs just like under ninety kilos, um, and she did she she had a good day. Uh, she was electrifying to watch. You know she could, you could really tell that she was enjoying herself, um, and that and that that rubbed off on everybody else. Um, she's going to be coming back out for California strongest hands. And I'd love to see some more women get out there and challenge her and push her a bit because, uh, you know, I think she played it a little bit safe there. Were, I don't think, I think she failed. I think she, uh, had more room on the, the, the axle because her first couple attempts were 
um, conventional. And then when she went sumo on her final attempt at a 110, just was flew up. And she was like, oh, man, I got way more. Yeah, and she's then, got nice big hands, too, long fingers. Yeah. So I am about seven and seven, three quarters or whatever. Nothing, mm -hmm. nothing special. Every finger of hers is at least a whole nother section of fingers longer than mine. Like her hands are <laughs> at least eight and a half inches. Yeah, she was really? built for the, the thick bar stuff, I think. And wow, like, I was going to say, that's, yeah. Even, even wide this way, too. And it definitely, uh, definitely has the hands for it. And yeah. like you said, and if as long as she's pulling decent numbers already, just it doesn't take long. Like, and that's one of the things that like you can't control. It really, I mean, it's like hand size, you know. So it's like anytime you have somebody that is showing that they're strong in these lifts, and then they already have that part of the equation as well, it's like just a bonus. Yeah. So we, I just wanted to go over um, one more time all the world records that we accomplished here at the Goblet. Yeah, for sure, man. Grip Gauntlet. Uh, ben Galper, an eighty-kilogram. Uh, world record on the Rolling Thunder with 92 and a half. He also hit on the Axle 175, which is the unifying record for the 80s and the 74s. Um, mm -hmm. He has another world record for grip sport on the 2 by 5 Saxon with 95 kilos. Now, you know, uh, grip sport doesn't track the Rolling Thunder and Armlifting USA doesn't track the 2 by 5 um, So those, those, I guess, records are just ghosts um and then he uh, and then um william reed had the world record unifying world record with the three by four with 102 and a half and then again ode haugen with 120 uh kilogram uh, three by four saxon which is a, a grip sport world record so we had a lot of shakeups to the, the both leaderboards and that's that's just how we do it out west so okay. we shake up the leaderboards Come lift with us. It'll be a good time. <laughs> no, you, know, you guys got a good, uh, a good solid crew of uh, some strong lifters. And uh, I think the more, I think the more you host personally, the more you keep hosting and dual sanctioning, I just think that it'll keep growing and probably, you know what I mean? Probably keep building up more and more. And like, Travis doing like the strongman competitions and other training on the site. Like there's just so much out there that you guys are doing. It's not just, uh, I mean, we're talking about grip. That's kind of the the main point of it, but there's so much other strength training going on between the strongman stuff, powerlifting, like you mentioned, you know, you had some powerlifters there. Um, I think just the strength culture in general out there is a good like recruiting area for more, more uh, grip strength people for you guys to train with, because you're i don't know it seems like every contest or two you guys host out there some new person showing up and they're freakishly strong and you, and then like a couple contests later okay here's this other person it's like they just keep popping up so, i mean we're in los angeles baby there's millions of people out here yeah well, the thing um, you know out here is we we have all these climbers man is there's just like you know my wife and I go to our climbing gym to train six days a week. And there's just so many people there that I'm like, I, I wish that person would do grip. I wish this person would do grip. And then like, when you finally convince one of them to come to one of these competitions, they do well. And it's like, yeah. Cause like, if you can climb at like a V8 V9 bouldering level and above, 
you know, some of the stuff is just going to, you're just going to pinch a hundred kilos on a Saxon bar and be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Cause I I'm hanging from things like this all the time. And yeah, even from like, I used to uh, do American Ninja Warrior for a long time. And I wish some of those guys would get involved in this stuff too, because like some of their grips is just, but a lot of those guys are really light. So there isn't really even weight classes for them. Some of them are like 130 pound guys who can just like jump up and grab a two by four and just like hang from it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I would die if I tried to do that. But like, <laughs> I would assume that translation, they could probably move some big weight even on, you know, for especially relative to their body weight. But I wouldn't be surprised. Some of the guys I knew that are 130 pounds could probably pull a hundred kilo Saxon just cause it's just their pinch is so insane. So it'd be cool to get some of those guys involved, but it's, you know, difficult to be like, Hey, just come pick up these weird things with us and they're like oh okay but once I mean, they, they fall in love with it that's the thing that, that's exactly what i do at, at uh i've been working out at gold's venice you know the mecca of bodybuilding for uh the past six or so months and uh i've been just walking up to people and be like you have large hands and forearms come try this and I'm like, <laughs> you ever heard of the training hall <laughs> we got this guy he's He's 74 and he's stronger than everybody. You should come check it out. You know, I just yeah. try to lure. That's actually a good point. Sometimes when I, I tell people about Ode, they're, they are so interested in like what it is that he does and how he does it. And I'm like, you got to see it in person to believe it because like he, he just doesn't make sense how this guy operates. He's so strong. It's crazy. Like it, it just, you know, I, I see him all the time, but every time I see him, he's pulling something that I'm like, I can't even fathom having that much weight on a Saxon bar, like unbelievable. And he's just got that calm intensity to him too. He like walks up to the bar real slow. And then he's just like, yeah, <laughs> just like moves the earth with his pinch. And I'm like, all right, man. His setups, his setups are so slow too. Like, I know. I love it. <laughs> he uses like 45 seconds to just like get down to the bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you know, he's going to pull it up. It works. It's honestly been like a highlight of my life is competing with him on a regular oh, basis. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say it definitely would be cool. I, I've had a chance to watch him lift several times in person live, but like I've obviously never trained with him. You know, it's, it's just a different thing. So it'd be cool sometime to, uh, if I, if I ever get back out that way, I've only been to California one time. If I ever get out that way, um, I definitely would have to stop by and get some training in, but oh, yeah. I'm about as far away. Like I said, I think, I think all of us are about as far away as possible. I'm literally a hour and a half, two hours from the, you know, ocean over here on the East. And then you guys are all the way over on the West. Like, yeah. so yeah, we'll see maybe someday, but yeah, I'd like to live with Ode sometime. It'd be cool. Just to, like you guys said, just kind of see it in person and just actually train and talk a little bit more. Because in passing, maybe I've seen him at competitions and stuff, but everybody's so busy and doing so much stuff. You don't really get to talk and you don't really, you see a couple lifts, but you know what I mean? Everybody's, you know, shoveling through and whatever. But, uh, But yeah, is there anything else you'd like to add, Will or Travis, about just the competition, the experience, maybe what you got coming up in the future? Um, I know we hinted on some competitions and stuff like that that would be coming up, but uh, just any, anything else that you're offering and uh, yeah, just, just like I said, anything that comes to mind. 
Yeah. Um, well, I, I'll throw my website out there one more time. West Coast Arms. Yeah. Dot com. You can check out all my upcoming contests. You can also look at all of my historical contests and uh, go through the data if you'd like. Uh, this one that was on Sunday is already, it's Monday today, already uploaded to the website. I like to get them up there snappy-like. Um, I have an upcoming contest uh, December 10th at the training hall. This is another dual sanctioned event. It's a silver bullet. Rolling Thunder, Axel, and 3 by 4 uh, Saxon Bar. Um, and then I think I probably won't host a competition in January. Right around my birthday and Ode's birthday will be the All-American Strength Classic at the LA Fit Expo. It's a big show. Um, and I'll be competing there. I think Travis, you will as well. Most likely, yeah. Um, so I think that'll take the January slot, but I'm, I'm looking forward to ho hosting, you know, maybe eight contests next year. So if anybody, if any of your listeners, uh, want to come out to a West coast arm sports contest, uh, 2024 is going to be, uh, full of them. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, it sounds good. And I, like I said, I think just keeping everything active, it's going to help build things too, because there's that consistency because once somebody does something one time, they know, Oh, okay. I got this other thing to train for, or I have, the, you know, there's a follow-up to it. Whereas if you just host like one or two things a year, I think you lose a lot of people just because, you know, they do that, that, you know, like Travis was mentioning, you get them to come try this thing and whether they like it or they don't like it, um, which usually they like the, they like the sport or they like trying it. But if it's like, oh, it's going to be another seven months before that thing happens again, it's very easy to kind of fall out and just not really pay attention to it. But with you being active and kind of providing that platform for people to lift out there, I think that's going to start increasing the numbers of stronger lifters that we see and kind of more crossover lifters that are coming in from other strength sports, which mm -hmm. is really what the sport needs, I think, to get bigger and, and grow in general. But yeah, so just like I said, I... I'm I'm not out there, but anybody that is out there, definitely look into uh, some West Coast Arm Sports competitions. Like Will mentioned, um, they're sanctioned, so I mean it's not like you're doing it for nothing. It it counts. It counts towards whatever and um, leaderboards, different lifts. He's also tracking the you know the on your own site you're tracking all the contests you've held like in your own database so right i have i have a couple of fun things i track like points leaders so like the points we accrued during this contest um they're they're running so if you look at the look at the website you can see um like under west coast arm sports uh records there's the all-time points leaders so uh like travis for instance is in second place all time for West Coast Arm Sports contests with 1,800. Oh, actually, I haven't added those ones in yet. So uh, before before sun, uh, Sunday, he had 1,807 points out of 2,200 possible points across six contests with five event wins. So these are the, you know, minutiae details that you get when you compete at a West Coast Arms Sports event. <laughs> yeah, no, you're definitely like above and beyond with the stats. Um, so, yeah, with that being said, uh, man, I, I thank you guys for taking the time. 
and just kind of doing a recap, just kind of giving us the rundown on some of the stuff that was lifted, some of the different lifters in their background. And uh, like I said, I look forward to seeing what other competitions you host. And if you're hosting, you know, regular competitions, then we can always jump on here with, you know, whatever panel and recap them and just kind of keep people updated on what's going on out there. Cause I'm sure there's a lot of people that are probably interested in seeing some coverage on, on what they're doing or just seeing people kind of break down their performance. Um, I'm going to try and put together a little uh, a video of, I, I had in my phone on the tripod recording all the events and it died in the two by five, but I got most of the two by five. So I got, two and a half events. So I'll try and clip all that stuff into the juicy bits and throw it up on the, on the YouTube page and I'll throw it, it like a highlight reel. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah compilation yeah. or like a highlight reel of the. Yeah. 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 But yeah, man, uh, any, anything else to wrap up? I got, I, I just want to <laughs> thank you for giving, uh, you know, the West coast and the California lifters, uh, a place on your show. I appreciate the exposure. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, man, for having me on today. It's great. Oh yeah, no problem. Like I said, it's uh, I tell people all the time, like whether it be arm lifting, whether it's grip sport, whether it's, I mean, I don't even care if if there was somebody on here that had an unsanctioned contest and they had like twenty lifters at their place doing you know these kind of lifts. It's like I'd cover that. It's mm-hmm. just. I'm I'm covering anything grip sport or anything grip strength, anything that's related to, you know, picking stuff up, you know, lifting weights. Really, you know, it's just as simple as it is. So, one of these um, days we gotta we gotta get you out to the training hall and you can live cover an event with like live stream and a little microphone and talk about all <laughs> the things that are happening. Now I don't know if I'd like be a broadcaster, but I could definitely like. I wouldn't let you. Mic. I wouldn't let you lift because you beat me, but. <laughs> <laughs> but. But I, I have like a Bluetooth mic set up that I could do like maybe like uh, post comp interviews. Yeah, that would be. Fun. Hey, how, how did cool. you how'd you feel about your performance? Blah blah blah. Like, yeah, I, I could do some <laughs> stuff like that. So that that's been an idea of mine. Um, I just haven't had a chance to do it because most of the time when we're at these competitions, everybody's like either so busy or the next flight of lifters is going, or it's so loud in the expo you can't even hear anything. And I'm like, I don't really want to you know bug people right now. It, I just haven't had the right moment to do it, but there might be something like that coming in the future. But for right now, yeah, absolutely. I just, the point I was originally making was that this is basically like a neutral resource for anything that's related to grip strength. So I'm not with a bunch of, uh, I don't know, you know, I'm, I'm not really taking sides on certain things or political or I don't, you know, I'm, course i have my opinions on different things or lifts or whatever we all do but my biggest thing is just giving a platform to the people that i think are trying to improve the sport improve the people in the sport and everything like that and yeah that's why like i said giving you a chance to just give us that rundown and let us know what happened well i was happy to do it thank you for having me all right no problem uh and like i said if you guys are good then i can go ahead and get ready to wrap this up. We're good.